What's up, everybody, and welcome into the podcast. You've got it's your boy Joe and it's your boy Bo, and we are once again Brady list here on the Comics Over Coffee podcast. This is becoming oh. a habit. Yeah, I don't. I, do you have any idea where where is Brady? <laughs> That's a fun game. Let's, let's make that the topic of today's episode. Because today is a bonus episode, so we usually do play some sort of game. Ironically enough, today is Brady's bonus episode, so the game has become Where is Brady? Um, I'll go first. I say, considering the fact that we have not heard from him, he is not pooping. I don't know if we if we should just start guessing or if we should eliminate places Brady is not. Well, that's funny because my, my first guess was actually going to be pooping because that's what it was. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Uh, two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're already at 7.05 here. Um, I'm thinking that he would have at least been like, yo, running a little late. Things are tough on the battlefield. Wish me luck. Be there soon. But nothing. It's just straight up nothing. Missing in action. Here's a uh, inappropriate yet um, fun philosophical question for you, Bo. In the pooping, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Best practices. Uh, you know, is is it frowned upon in your eyes to take your coffee into the bathroom with you? Okay. Well, follow up question, and I feel like this is a very obvious one. Am I setting this on a nearby counter? Like, what the... I, I guess, into the room, it's... You know what? It's fine. It's fine. I don't think it's going to be affected whatsoever. Uh, there there are many reasons why the drink follows you there. However, it is absolutely inappropriate. The moment that you reach over, grab that cup, and take a sip while pooping. Oh, no consumption is allowed? But you can take it and see, I say, if it's in there, then what's the difference whether you're drinking it or not? Priorities. It's just the, the matter of fact that you're not giving your all to the poop at hand if, if you're kind of if you're elsewhere. Oh, um, see, I, I may counter that and say, <laughs> I think you're, you're giving it all to the poop at hand if you're drinking more coffee because it can only help. right? Oh, adding fuel to the fire kind of thing. I guess that specifically applies to coffee because I was thinking, is there going to be a follow-up question again as far as other? I mean, I'm not taking like a cheeseburger in there. What's the difference? Um, I feel like there is a a big difference. But why? I'm I'm holding the cheeseburger directly, probably, and maybe wrapped. Please don't. I mean, again, I'm still team. Don't do that. But now I feel like a cheeseburger is a good representation of why the coffee shouldn't be an exception. I don't know. This is something that I've I've spoken with quite a few people about, actually. And it, it seems relatively split down the middle on whether or not this is acceptable. I think it's a matter of, honestly, just how these people were born and raised. And oh, yes. we're learning here that, <laughs> I, I, I mean, some people... Um, the bathroom is a sanctuary, and uh, once you lock that, it's kind of an escape from the rest of the home. Uh, 
sometimes people got to really fight for what's theirs. Maybe they're maybe they're taking the last slice of pizza before their siblings get it. They're going to, I hope not. Again, I think food's one million percent inappropriate. Because even if you're just sitting on the counter and they're like, maybe if you brought a plate. I don't know. I'm cool with it setting in there for a matter of convenience. But for me, pooping is pooping and nothing should be included except for me. And, of course, my phone. Phone is one million percent necessary. Okay, okay. I'll go out of my way to hold a poop if my phone doesn't have enough charge to support that poop. (laughs) So, it it, it brings up yet another great philosophical bathroom question. You're in a public bathroom. If you're you're pooping, you're you're using your phone, obviously. If you are at the urinal, are you allowed to use your phone? Oh. <laughs> um are you allowed? Sure. I mean you can do In the court of public with, opinion. With, with like, one hand. However, like like cause you, you can you can zip, you can flip, you can whip and rezip. Um, with a matter of one hand, we're we're all experienced uh, gentlemen here. We've we've done this before. We know all the tips and tricks. Um, the real question is why? It's just too dangerous. Um, urinal, like it's very easy to get distracted, and you can you could really miss and really cause a terrible thing. Um, if you're missing, you're most likely going straight into jeans, and the rest of your day is ruined. Um, I will and then say, you got to think to yourself: was was scrolling through Instagram in that second really worth it right now? Because a poop, that's a time filler. We've got time between pushes. Urinal. I mean, if you're peeing, you're in, you're out. You really like what is so important? See, I'm, I'm unless you're like on it. an active phone call. Yeah, I'm looking at it from the lens of like, you know, I, I'm a single man. I go on the occasional date with a, you know, a, a lovely lady you're, here and there. You're swiping while you're so. Eating. No, I am. Say I am on a date at the dinner table. I'm not going to be checking my phone. But you know, we've got the group chat. We've got our nerd alert chat. I'm getting texts all night while I'm out at dinner. So when I go to the bathroom. I view that as, hey, I've got like a minute window here where it's not—it's no longer rude for me to pull out my phone and start reading my texts. So I try to accomplish two things at once. You know, I'm peeing and I'm catching up on on the group chat. This is—it's giving—it's giving addiction. It's giving <laughs> filling. I mean, you might as well just be doing a line in the bathroom at that point because you're filling a brief moment. If you're on a date with somebody, they need to know. Quite honestly, that the group chat comes first. Yes, there are a lot of texts coming from the group chat. My wife is well aware. Many of the other group chat significant others are aware. Um, there, there's many a time where, I mean, you just got to look at your phone and you got, you got to giggle. And hopefully you can share it with them someday. Um, but she's got to learn now that uh, we come first and not on a poo-poo. <laughs> um, no, I just, I've done it. I've done it. I've gone to the bathroom. I've gone to the urinal. I've gone through my phone. Nothing important. I think I was in the middle of scrolling the gram. I think I was probably in the middle. Now, like, typing and stuff. Like, I don't know. We're getting too good at that. Because then it comes to the point where, like, if you're just filling downtime with being on your phone, you're most likely doing it while driving, too. And uh, that's a a whole separate subject that's not nearly as funny. 
there's there's a lot more at risk than the the plop into the toilet or the peeing into the gene. Yes, we here at the Comics Over Coffee podcast do not condone texting and driving. So if you're texting, put the and phone down. Right put, now, put your podcast pull, on. Yeah, put the car down and finish your text for God's sakes. I'm sorry, you put the whole car down. Okay, I mean, well, put the phone down. <laughs> Get out of the car. Put your car in a ditch. <laughs> yourself sit there with your headphones think about what you've done listen to our podcast um and apparently listen to our podcast this week with zero theme and we'll just be talking about poop the whole time hey it's a poop themed podcast it's a poop cast fueled by coffee i mean it is closely related to what we like to do speaking of which do you want to share <laughs> with the group um your recommended comic reading uh time and time and place my recommended comic reading time and place for example um i think this is a weekly text from you when or bi-weekly when we do like our events um and we break down the amount of times that we need to read issues say we have an 11 issue week um (laughs) what is your recommend recommendation for he who is not here um as far as getting those readings finished Yes, he who shall remain nameless, <clears throat> Brady. Brady. Uh, Brady, Brady. <laughs> Brady has, as I am sure you have heard, listeners, uh, trouble finishing the reading on time sometimes. How um, would they be- know? They wouldn't know. We, yeah. we cover up for him way too much. We um, shout him right here, right now. Okay, anytime you get two straight bonus episodes, for instance, <laughs> um, it's probably because someone didn't finish the reading in time. Uh, but we 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 give ourselves two weeks to finish these readings, and they're really not that long. And comic books themselves are really not that long. So my recommendation to Brady, and my recommendation to you as well, if you're reading along at home, is we all find ourselves pooping every day, right? So take your phone in there. We've all discussed we're all using our phone while we poop. There's no shame in that. Crack open the Marvel Unlimited app and read a comic while you're sitting in there. It's about the perfect amount of time to finish a comic, honestly. Unless, you know, you had Taco Bell that day. Maybe you're in and out real quick because it all comes out at once. Oof. Thanks for painting that picture. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've I've followed that, that reading suggestion many a time since you've made it. I don't think I needed your suggestion to do it. I think I was doing it anyway. Um, but it, it is nice. I mean, when, when you're on the throne, especially for those at home, those, those dads that are reading along with us, those moms that need a moment, when that door is locked and you've, you've got those moments, spend them with us. <laughs> think, think about us. Read some comics. Prepare for this week's uh, discussion topic. Um, is, that, is that why you read Spider-Verse so fast? Joey, um, you definitely finished next week's reading a lot faster than uh, than the normal time frame. Um, have you taken more poops, poop, more poops than normal? No, I have just been working significantly less than normal this week. That helps too. <laughs> Not working is also a great uh, way to utilize time. Yes. Speaking of which, I have read so many Spider-Man comics in the last week, and it's been awesome. I think if I had to guess. I've probably read 35 to 40 Spider-Man comics this week. 
like Monday through Saturday. Yes. Cool. Honestly, one of my favorite things, probably it, it goes not working and then reading Spider-Man comics. So you're, you're busting out the top two right then and there. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. I'm trying to get caught back up on all things Spider-Man because I usually read at least the amazing Spider-Man and try to like keep up to date with it. I'll try to read the other titles because there are like 75,000 Spider-Man titles, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of poops. Yeah. What about you, Bo? Have you been reading any, any comics lately outside of our reading adventures here? Um, so I, I have, and I've been bouncing around. Um, and it's been, it's been hard for me to stick to something, to be honest. Um, because I keep doing like Google searches and it pulls my attention and, and then I want to jump into that. Um, I started with like the early 1970s and I've been reading the, um, the uncanny X-Men and then the Avengers, both after the first giant size issues that came out. Uh, so the giant size X-Men, um, I wanted to read because there was a hiatus from like 1970 to 1975. Where X-Men comics were just doing absolutely so terrible um, that they just stopped making them. Um, and that, the Avengers was still going the whole time. Is that right before they came back and like had their huge run? Was that the late it, 70s? It is. The, yeah, this is right before, like, Claire... Uh, what's his name? Claremont? Chris, Chris, Chris Claremont? Chris Claremont, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he comes back with the giant size X-Men. Um, but again, the, that first roster never changed. It was, like, that original... Professor X, Cyclops, uh, Beast, Angel, Iceman, uh, Marvel Girl, who was Jean Grey. And I think they added in, like, Havoc and Polaris. And that was about it. I think maybe there was one more. His name was, like, Mimic or something, but he died. They um, added a mall? What? They added a mall? What? I'm trying to think back to what I said. Polaris. <laughs> Polaris. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's actually funny. No, Local it's, Ohio it's a joke. Street. It is the street of players. Um, so, yeah, then they just did terrible. I think people were focusing on, like, Avengers and stuff at the time. Um, early 1970s, that's when, like, horror and stuff came in. The the ones that we read a couple weeks ago. And then, like, the kung fu stuff. And so comics were just taking a different direction. And nobody cared about the muties. So, um, but then, yeah, Giant Size X-Men is my personal favorite team where they come in with like one mutant from like each country so like storm was like uh african goddess you got wolverine from canada nightcrawler from germany uh colossus from russia um cyclops stayed and led the team which was very cool um but then you got sunfire from japan um i'm blanking banshee from Oh, is he from Ireland? I think he is. It's like Scotland or Ireland. And then there was uh, Thunderbird, who was of a Native American tribe that I cannot remember. And uh, that team slowly dwindles down a little bit, but uh, that was kind of like the, the refresh for them, which was dope. So I read the giant size issue of that, and then I read the giant size Avengers, which is the wedding of um, the Scarlet Witch and vision and read that and then kind of where that team goes after that which is one of my favorite avengers teams which is like obviously cap iron man thor 
Vision, Wanda, Hawkeye, Black Panther. Um, Falcon comes and goes. Black Widow comes and goes. And then there's, like, um, the addition of Beast from the X-Men. He left the original team and came over. And um, I don't know. I just I see a lot of stuff and, like, a lot of the things that I follow kind of, like, hyping those mid-70s to early 80s, like, runs of the X-Men and Avengers. So I uh, thought I'd give it a shot. But my attention's been pulled all over the place because um, the, the same reason it always is. I find, like, a new figure or, like, action figure or statue or something that I don't know anything about, so I Google their origins or where they come from. So one of the things that I kind of dove off and read a little bit of was the... Uh, I don't know if you've ever read it, but have you ever read uh, Thanos Wins? It's essentially like an alternate reality where it flashes to the end of time and Thanos absolutely wins uh, the battle against the Avengers and Fantastic Four and everything else. And he's sitting there and has like Cosmic Ghost Rider, who is his servant, who goes and like does all this bidding for him, who is Frank Castle. Is now not just the Ghost Rider. Frank Castle, the Punisher, is not just the Ghost Rider, but he's like a Ghost Rider in space. And then he captured the Hulk and, like, keeps him as a pet. And then, like, they go against um, the Silver Surfer who, like, has fallen. Um, so he's, like, completely, like, black in color and all his color faded. But, like, he's fighting against them. And it's a pretty cool cosmic kind of what-if thing. And then finding the Hulk in that state made me want to read Maestro as well, too. Which is basically like the version of the Hulk that defeats absolutely everybody and keeps trophies of all the different heroes and um, so yeah, I've been a little distracted, a little ADD reading. But there's a, there's a couple of suggestions for you. All of those have been good, um, but the the last two are a little bit shorter. And then I feel like I keep getting distracted because I signed up for let me read X Men and Avengers from the 1970s until the present of 2023, and uh, that's a that's a hard task <laughs> to stick to. Yeah, it's a it's a task I have set myself several times that I have never once completed, I don't think. Uh, I tried to do it with Spider-Man as, as well, and I was like, you know, I'm going to go back and read every Spider-Man issue. And I did make it decently far. I probably went 100 to 150 issues of Amazing Spider-Man from the 60s on, and then I just jumped forward to, like, the modern 2015 run or whatever. Yeah. Because I feel like that's that's the most fun of reading comics, is obviously the people that are reading them when they're new and coming out. So these things that I'm reading back in the early 1970s, I'm reading those from the people that read them new. 100%. Um, like, a lot of times I see the phrase, like, these are the X-Men that I grew up with, or the Avengers that I grew up with. And so reading them as they're coming on new was probably a whole different experience, as opposed to, like, okay, I know everything that happens after this. I'm going to go back and reread what happened leading up to it. And it's just as fun as diving into your middle school history book and <laughs> basically studying for a test and trying to kind of um spark notes through some of that information and uh it's cool it's nice you appreciate for what it is and i think that is kind of like the history of it and the different time of it and obviously there's stories that like i know kind of but like i'm not like 100 percent familiar but then at the end of the day it's not like i feel like if somebody like died or there's like a huge change of events i've already heard about it 
So it's not like as shocking or surprising going back and doing that. Basically, I've set myself up for nothing but spoiler alerts. Yeah, I've I have found it's a little easier to simply Google and use the Sparknotes versions of things that already exist online for us because, um, like you said, like the the big events, it's it's kind of like if the new Star Wars tr- like movies that are supposed to be coming out at some point finally come out and people go you know, do I need to go back and watch all the other Star Wars movies before I watch this new Star Wars movie? Because, like, the twist of Vader being Luke's father, you already know about that, even if you've never seen it. So, like, do you have to go back and watch it? Who knows? I don't know. But, um, I mean, I, that was a bad See, idea. and that's the yes, thing. You I would, I would say yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, so um, maybe I have to just suck it up and, and stick to it. But yeah, I found, you know, I, I try to stick modern day with Spider-Man stuff, which is like the main thing I keep up with the continuity on. And then anytime I see somebody, I'm like, who the heck is this you know, villain that it seems like has been around for quite some time that I've never read anything about? And then I just go to like the Marvel wiki and look up a quick 20 second version summary of, of this character. And then I'm good. I have what I need to finish that comic. Well, let's talk new comics. Because I know that there's a new comic that I'm reading, like kind of like as they come out. We're we're on unlimited, um, so we're we're a little bit behind in a lot of these fronts. But you picked up a physical print of a basically brand new story that's out um, while we were at the comic shop the other day. I did, and I think I'm gonna go back every month and get a physical copy of this comic book just so I have the full set of the first run. Um, but it's it was it's, back to his monthly pool. He's gonna go to that comic shop and get some. Well, let's talk about it. What was it? It was Spider Boy, um, which is exactly Miles what Morales. No, 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 not Miles Morales. Not Peter Parker. Not Benji Parker. Not Mayday Parker. Not Spider Noir. Not you know Penny Parker. None of the Spider people that we are familiar with. Um, and you know there are thousands of, of Spider people already. But Spider-Boy is essentially in a 616 Earth, which is the main Marvel Earth um, Spider-Person that has always been Peter Parker, Spider-Man's sidekick. Essentially the Robin to Peter Parker's Batman. Um, He has always existed in this role, and he is just now showing up in Marvel Comics. and, And so he kind of pops up in the immediately present problem is no one including readers remembers this person Um, they have apparently been there all along spider boy but no one has any idea who the heck he is including spider-man and so this first issue is basically you know well it it wasn't so much this first issue as as some of the his original appearances in the spider-man run that was going on at the time um, but he just kind of shows up and he's like, hey, I'm I'm your sidekick, Spider-Man. And he has to kind of convince Spider-Man to let him follow around, follow him around for a little bit. Um, and, and you learn a little bit about his history. But he's basically he was uh, the story behind it is in one of the more recent Spider-Verse storylines. He was erased from the web of life and destiny, um, which also happened to Peter Parker in that run. Um, and then when they restore the web of life and destiny, 
they restore Peter Parker as Spider-Man. They restore Kane. Kane disappeared at one point. He comes back. Um, Jessica Drew had disappeared. She comes back. And then they're like, oh, wait, there's one more. And it's Spider-Boy. And that's how we, he comes back. That's pretty cool. So what's his, what's his skill set? Like, what's his, what's his origin? Did it get into that in the issue that you read? Have you just read the one? Just the, the number one? Um, I have read every appearance that Spider-Boy has had in Marvel Comics thus far, which is only like eight issues, but it's it's the one Spider-Boy, but then he has showed up in Spider-Man a few times as well. That's pretty dope. How how new are we talking? Like, this is like, the did like, Spider-Boy 1 come out like last month? Spider-Boy 1 came out in November, yes. Um, I believe his first appearance thing. was in April. So within the last calendar year, he has showed up and gotten his own solo series. But yeah, the the issue one did dive into his backstory in terms of how he got his powers. He was essentially experimented on by some scientist lady that uh, merged. She was like merge. It was kind of like the Rocket Raccoon backstory in um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 where there was, like, experimentation going on with these animals, like, trying to make human-animal hybrids. We all remember. We all sat there and cried together. Yeah, so essentially some experiment with Spider, where, you know, he got the genes of a spider mixed in with his own. Um, So he actually can turn into... He doesn't turn into a physical spider, but his appearance does change. Um, So his face will, like, grow extra eyes... He will develop fangs, um, but he is also just a normal person at, at most of the, the time. He, uh, he has to kind of learn how to control that, as superheroes usually do. But Ooh. Um, yeah, he's kind of a monster. And so far, Peter has not trusted him with web slingers. Uh, apparently, there was an accident <laughs> the, the time that he got his web slingers for the first time. We have not seen that story happen, actually. Uh, it's in the timeline that everyone forgot, but um, he has no ability to sling around. And it's kind of funny because every time they have to go somewhere, he's like, ah, crap. Webs would make this a lot easier. <laughs> That's funny. I like him. I like him a lot. He sounds like a very likable little spider boy. Yeah, it's a good time. I feel like they, they write most spider characters to, to be pretty likable. Yeah. Except for maybe... Except for maybe Kane. That guy's a dick. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of the whole spider persona and vibe. You have to be likable. You got to be a good guy. That's what being a Which spider is hilarious man. because most people hate spiders. So in- I remember I was reading a thing the other day where, like, Stan Lee talked about, like, his first creation of, <laughs> like, Spider-Man. And people were like, this is a terrible idea. Nobody likes spiders. Why are you going to build a a superhero that's based off of a bug? And uh, there's been many, many a bug theme hero since then. Yeah, and it is a fair question because I personally am terrified of spiders. And yet my favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Am I a hypocrite? Uh, no, 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 no. I think that would put you as part of the norm. I think many people would check yes to both of those boxes. Maybe not terrified. I mean, 
suck it up like a little bit. Like they're just little tiny things. But um, like if he was like tarantula man, dude, yeah, count me out. <laughs> like, that's terrifying. Oh man, what is a spider if not just a smaller version of a tarantula? Smaller all day, but count me in for smaller. Smaller is great. Smaller, less hairy. I don't know if they were less hairy. Maybe the hairs are just so small that they seem less hairy. But I'm going to go with less hairy. Less scary. Um, they're just cute. Spiders are cute and little. Um, I will they're smash them. Cute. I will smash, smash, smash them. If I see them on... It's it's on site. Like, you're not making it out of arm's length of me. You're gone. Um, however, like, I feel a little bad about it after. Because, like, you weren't going to do anything to me. However, I see a tarantula. I would never in my, a million years... Try to smash a tarantula on site. I'm running. I'm you're I'm running. Sprinting. You see one in your. You see one in your house. You're running. I'm turning and I'm. Well, because like, I don't. Kind of like how? a cornerback drill. Like I'm going back at a lateral so I can keep it in my eyesight. Because I'm running to come up with a game plan, but That's I'm not coming I'm up with a game plan close. So I'm. I'm running. I'm getting distance between me and him. And, I, and I'm going back to the chalkboard. I'm going to the locker room. I'm coming back at halftime with a different strategy because the, the fight or flight is definitely flight. <laughs> if you leave the like direct line of eyesight between you and the tarantula, though, tarantula you, wins. You're, you're not coming back because <laughs> once oh, you lose sight of it, you're you have to just burn the house down. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Because, yeah, I'm not playing hide-and-go-seek with that thing. Uh, but, like, how fast is a tarantula? Because, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'd stay in the room and just keep an eye on it and call 911 and have some... <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, like, that's I, an appropriate I, use. I can't let it out of my sight, but I don't want to do that if it could actually, like, outrun me and just suddenly like, sprint at me. <laughs> well, let's let's Google it. Let's let's not just leave this to chance. How fast is a tarantula? Click in the Chrome right here, right now. How fast is a tarantula? Um, the average speed of a tarantula is between eight point four seconds. I'm sorry, eight point four inches per second and twenty one inches per second. Um, twenty one inches per second. Yeah, that, that's 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 two that's feet. Nearly two second. feet. Right, 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 right. Uh, that's fast. I don't. You've got Google up, right? Ah, oh, put up Bing. I don't love it. I, I did the, Google the tarantula this I'm first. seeing right now is giving me the heebie-jeebies. I, I oh, I'm staying far away from that image. They've got button. those. And <laughs> when's the last time you looked at a tarantula? Um, the last time I watched Home Alone. So you know that they're. I I just watched Home Alone two last night. Um, but like they, uh, they've got those little finger fang looking faces. It looks like two little fingers that are completely hairy. that just like spread apart. Ugh. All right. They're, this has been a great feet. episode of comics over coffee. Um, yeah, man, we've talked poop. <laughs> we've talked spiders. <laughs> we are filling time. I Joey's think it is safe to, to say based off of the lack of text, um, to our, to it's your boy, Joe. Oh, sorry. You're it's your boy, Joe. I'm it's your boy, Bo. Um, it's your boy, Brady is not here. He's not responding. I don't think he's joining us today. Um, so we do have a little bit time 
uh, just kind of like free roam of filler. Uh, I would like to get off the topic of uh, tarantulas as soon as possible. I'm closing this browser window now, now that I know how terrifyingly fast they are. Because um, it, it literally says, tarantulas are deceptively quick. They can move about thanks to their hydraulic legs. So they're robots, too. Fucking cool. Um, <laughs> which allow hydraulics. them to move. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, which allow them to move in several directions and switch directions quickly. So they're not. <laughs> I'm just picturing them like scuttling around at See, I'm two picturing feet per like, second. I'm picturing like Fast and Furious tarantula like hitting the nos and it's just like scuttling. <laughs> it's its legs aren't even moving. It just hits the nos and it's like. Woo! Oh, because I don't even want to know this, but now I have to know this. Second Google, how far can a tarantula jump? Because I'm not going to lie. I don't think I, don't think I want to know the answer to this. Oh, man. Um, I'm guessing like 10 feet or something ridiculous. Actually, can some of jump? these tarantulas are actually. It says that it literally states that they are too heavy and chunky to jump. So hopefully, we find a fat one. Okay, um, so we're safe in the air. Um, but the majority of them have the ability to jump anywhere from like eleven to twenty inches. <laughs> oh, f. <laughs> we're done for, man. All right, so if you see a tarantula in your house, I guess the only appropriate solution is burn that thing down. So I'm trying to think, can I run 20 inches per second? <laughs> the the answer is absolutely yes. The, que- the real question is, can you accelerate 20 inches per second? in a pinch immediately as soon as you see that spider start to move. Deer in headlights, man. I'm freezing. Because, like, once you're moving, you're definitely faster than a tarantula. It's just, can you move quickly enough? The real thing here is, is this is the Spider-Man concept where, I mean, some people fear him, but they just don't know him. Would it even come after me? Or is that just happening in my mind? Do I matter enough on this planet for the tarantula to be like, that I want it, and then it comes after me. I don't think I, so. I highly doubt it. It's probably one of those they're more scared of you than you are of it situations. So I guess if you're posing a threat, which again, instantly I'm grabbing shoes, man, <laughs> and it knows shoes. Shoo, give me a gun or like a butcher knife, or I don't know if a shoe is gonna help. <laughs> no, real talk, real talk, spider. In your house, you are naked. You just, you're fresh out of the shower, dropped your towel. Closest thing, I guess that might be actually be the answer. But uh, what is your what is your weapon of choice for indoor bugs? What totally, are you grabbing? Totally depends on what room of the house I am in. Let's say you've got like a wall of your past weapons, Punisher style, just lined up behind <laughs> you. What are you getting? What's what's oh, getting the job? For a big spider, um, I mean, I think you need something big and flat and heavy because you need to smash this thing. You don't want to hit it with something and risk 
like you know there being a fold or there being an opening and you hit it with the open part it just crawls under (laughs) it just gets out yeah it needs to be flat so i'm i mean i don't know that's tough i give me so i this is this is the most ridiculous answer that i can think of but it's right in front of me i'm clearing everything off of my desk because my desk is one of those folding like one of those uh, card tables those foldable please tell me you're not about to wwe style i'm gonna i'm gonna slam this flat table down on top of this Joey's taking it to SmackDown. I'm using this like I'm carrying it's it's long and thin, so I'm using it like a riot shield. Like I'm a cop walking into a riot, I'm just holding it in front of me. So that way, if this thing decides to jump at me, I'm protected. If it's on the wall, I can just ram it into the wall. And if it's on the ground, I'm just dropping the table right on top. Bro, you're just showing off at this point. That's brute strength. You must have been like the most popular guy at a wedding when it came down to tear down the tables and put up the chairs. This is you're just slinging this thing around like Captain America. I think you're picturing like the foldable tables that we used for beer pong in college and maybe Is that not what we're talking about? No. I am talking about like you know the card tables that are made of like cardboard paper. Basically (laughs) at the top and they're what you can like fold the legs in and pick it up and it weighs Mm. all of Two, maybe three pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first yes. image I had of you was much cooler. Yes. I, I'm not picking up a 10-foot a table. I do like the thought of you just, like, left arm straight out, swiping all of your computer setup just off onto the floor to get access to this table, though. Oh, my priorities are 100% kill the spider over save my computer equipment. Beautiful. Uh, well, that was a topic that I was not expecting to talk about today, <laughs> but I, I, I respect that choice. All right, personally, I'm a shoe guy. Um, I feel That's like fair. The, it's probably a the, more reasonable answer. I can literally, bro, I can put down some buggies with a shoe. Like, I think part of me would even just like grab it and just like, <laughs> like just, just to feel like I'm locked and loaded, but, uh, I'm, I'm putting it down. I, my track record with a shoe is probably dang near 100 percent. okay that's impressive if we were talking like a smaller bug um and not a tarantula i I originally was but i love where i love where your head went with it yeah i I would say actually give me a fly swatter for a small one because oh no see that's the thing fly swatter like newspapers two two flims i feel like i'm not getting anything behind that i've got a pretty heavy duty fly swatter me too it's called my shoe But I'm I'm deadly with a with a fly swatter. It's like it's a fly swatter. Like the purpose of a fly swatter, I feel like is more so like to get it within the air. Um, no, no, I'm no, trapping no. That's whatever. Fly swatting 101 is you never go for it in the air. Because like I'm always like there's between me and the bug is either the floor or the wall, and I'm going squishy. Yeah, that's, just you always wait for that fly to land. The fly's going to land. You just got to keep an eye on it until it does. And then you hit so it. So you're not supposed to be waving it around like a little fairy in the middle of the living room? No, because that's how it. you look like an idiot. You just walk around <laughs> swinging that thing. You're going to miss. Even when you hit it in the air, nothing happens. It doesn't fall usually. <laughs> Good points. Good points. Um, Let's talk about either comics or coffee. 
all dealer's choice. I'll I'll send that over to you. I mean, we've done. I guess some you're the dealer in the situation. Um, I guess before we move out of comic talk, have you been reading anything recent, modern things that are coming out now? Yes, yes, I have. Um, I haven't picked up physical print though, so even what I'm reading, Unlimited is what like three months behind what's coming out today. Yeah, I think so. And in most instances, unless it's like something that goes straight to digital, which is just like those um, Infinity comics. Yeah, which, um, do, those, stuff that, do you know, I guess it doesn't really matter, but I was going to say, do you, are those like happening at the time of the physical prints that are coming out at that time? Or do they align those with like, to kind of align with what's going on on the app? I don't think that any of the storylines are that, that closely connected. I think the teams and stuff are still built around the same. Um, but that's a good question. Because uh, I was reading like the Infinity Avengers on and off. I eventually, I'm so glad I was able to remove it from my reading order because I felt obligated to read it because it just kept popping up in my continue. Um, but I, I kind of fell off. The storylines weren't as good. Like it, like I don't. Whoever was taking handle of those was doing it just for the sake of having that coming out. It wasn't like what Jason Aaron was doing with the Avengers while I was reading them. Um, and it just was kind of like one side-off missions and stuff. It did feel like it was in line with what was happening on the app. But again, I wasn't picking up the physical stuff to know. So, um, Yeah, I guess none of the like titles really connect that much, even when you're talking like all the physical prints, like things that are coming out at the same time could very well be taking place at different times. Like there's an Avengers one, there's an X-Men one while the main titles of Avengers and X-Men are going on. Um, but a lot of times it's kind of like the side stories. It's like the filler for like those main events. Like if you're following the Avengers, the Infinity one's most likely like what was Hawkeye doing that day or something like that. So that's how I read them. Um, but it still kind of, again, was just its own thing. I think one of the coolest Infinity ones out there, and they just came out with another one, is um, it's Jeff. Because <laughs> I've literally been wanting to, to read son. some of the Jeff comics. Is is it, is it worth it? Dude, they're hilarious. I mean, if you're reading it to a little three year old boy for bedtime, one million percent worth it. Um, but I, I would say yeah. it's funny. It's That's uh, all I think about when I hear. I, when I, I like I Jeff, and I like those two because literally they they kind of make it a point to like include as many Marvel characters as possible. To just kind of like expand, but they're like either like at the pool or they're like out getting ice cream. So it's like it's them and like their civvies, and but like they're they're recognizable. And then it's just the adventures of Jeff the Land Shark. For those of you that don't don't know him, he is the pet of Gwenpool. Um, he actually has been living with Kate Bishop Hawkeye for like a lot of the recent stuff. I think he was originally found by Deadpool, but I don't remember the storyline of where he was found. Uh, but he is closely associated with Deadpool, and then moves on to Cape Bishop Hawkeye, and then uh, Gwendolyn Pool for for some time too. But uh, he's just he's just a little land shark, and he's super 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 cute. And like, but he's like a baby land shark. And there's like a storyline where like I think it's Modok that has like the evil army of land sharks. I think it's Modoc and AIM. So it's like when like Deadpool's with um or maybe it's Hydra. I don't know. They're all the same. Um but Can you yeah. tell me what exactly a land shark is? 
Yes, 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 yes. Picture Baby Shark, right? You're picturing it. Um, specifically, this is for Jeff. And then it is a shark um, with four little tiny stubby legs. So these were sharks that were bred to be able to cause chaos and eat people on the ground. Um, and then Jeff is just the cute one who was raised to be good. Okay, okay. So yeah, literally, literally sharks with, with four legs, just like a dog, um, that can breathe air. And water. Yeah, I've, Terrifying I've seen... concept, though. I've seen Jeff pop up all over the place on Marvel Unlimited. He was all over all of the physical comics that I bought at the comic book store last week. Um, and so I've, I've always just been curious, I've, but I've never read anything with Jeff in it. Yeah, man, he's back. He's big. He's, uh, he's got that new Marvel Unlimited right now. He's, he's a funny, funny dude. One of my son's favorites. Um, Every time I, don't I know see, if him. We'll see him in Deadpool 3, but it'd be hilarious if we did. I Ooh, did see pictures cool. of dog dog pool. Uh, Ryan Reynolds posted the ugliest little rut. Rut? That's not ugly. Runt? I don't know what word I was trying to say. Mutt? Maybe it was a runty mutt is what a rut is. Um, but you said it like that... do. Rut? <laughs> rut? <laughs> rut row. Um, but yeah, but, but like in a Deadpool costume, which is hilarious. Um, I've also heard that... Uh, the girl who plays X-23, Laura Kenny in Logan, one of the coolest Marvel movies of all time, um, is coming back to play, like, grown-up X-23 in Deadpool. Ooh, that'd now, be cool. I love reading these things because I feel like none of them really ever play out. Uh, but some of them do. Like, I think, like, the first like, couple fan theories that I was always reading was when, uh, when Multiverse of Madness came out. And then, like, there was the rumors about... Um, Krasinski playing Mr. Fantastic. And I feel like a lot of the things, like, I think the fans kind of speak them into existence. Like, they, while they're writing, while they're, like, filming this stuff, I feel like a lot of times they feel pressured to include a lot of this stuff. What do you think about that? Oh, first of all, I'm getting way too off topic again. Um, the only current thing that I'm reading right now is The Avengers. And uh, I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, we'll dial it back real quick. Um, yeah, I, I hopped into the new Avengers just because I was curious about the, the team building. I think we talked about this, too, right? Like, sent a message to the group, and I was like, I don't love this new team. I I appreciate it. It's definitely definitely a powerful team. But uh, some of the decisions that they made, this isn't a spoiler. Um, the leader of the team is Carol Danvers. Boy. Um, Carol Danvers and comics is pretty cool. I do, I do enjoy Captain Marvel. Um, but basically, Iron Man hands over the reins. She starts building the team. The first pick that she puts on there is Iron Man. They're like in the room together. Uh, whatever. It's a, it's a cutesy moment. But first, and then <laughs> oh, I'm going to get sidetracked again. But Iron Man with Emma Frost and, and being married to an X-Men is also a very current thing that I think is interesting. Um, Wait, Iron Man is married to Emma Frost? Yeah, he's he's Mrs. He's Mr. Frost, and like very closely tied in with the X Men now. Mr. Frost, Tony Frost, he took her last name. Yeah, he's he's a little that's little, a real little man boy. I I don't think he actually did that. I just did that right now. I wrote that into existence because uh, 
Emma Frost gives off boss vibes, and I feel like that's something that he would he would I, settle I'd take down. Emma to. Frost's last name. <laughs> but I mean, um, I mean, she's a comic book character. <laughs> so it's the it's the two of them. Um, she reaches out to Black Panther, who I won't say why, but he's on very bad terms with all the Avengers right now. Um, but she pulls him into the team anyway, so he's not really cool with anybody. One of the people that hates him the most, probably, is um, Sam Wilson, who is equally... They're, this is the point where they're both under the title of Captain America. They are both being Captain America. So when she walks in the room and says, Cap, they both turn and look, and it irks me to my core. Because there's no freaking reason for that. Um, the only acceptable case of that is Spider-Man in Spider-Man with Miles Morales. Because he was Spider-Man in another universe. And he got pulled into our own. So keep yeah. your identity. That's fine. But, but yeah, there's I no reason to Captain America's. If I came from a different universe and knew I was in a different universe. And there was somebody with that same acting title. I'm changing my name. You win. There's no rock, paper, scissors. Like, you're Spider-Man here. I'm Miles. I gotta change it. To what? Spider-Boy? Taken. No, honestly, the uh, the comics did it right the first time when they called him Kid Arachnid. I think that's the coolest freaking superhero name. Oh, Kid Arachnid is cool. Like, and he was a younger version, and he was with Spider-Man. Kid Arachnid was, like, the perfect name. And it caught on, and then it fell off. Um, yeah, it is hard to uh, follow, though, sometimes when you're like... Even oh, Disney Jr. does it different. And, and then Spider-Man, Where, but that's the Spider-Man Miles Morales. But that's... What about Amazing Spider-Man? How about What's Superior Spider-Man? And where does Web of Spider-Man fall in? And then there's just a Spider-Man title. There's way too I many. will say, <laughs> the only time that it is acceptable... And I still don't like it. Well, first of all, Disney Junior does it different too because they have Spider-Man, and then like the very first episode, like Miles is there. He's like, "I'm also Spider-Man," and then they call him Spin instead because he does cool little spinning tricks. And that's what my son calls him every time he ever sees him. He doesn't say Spider-Man. He doesn't. He sometimes says Miles, but he says Spin. And then they I don't call him like Spider that. Ghosty. I mean, but it's what it's different. It doesn't. Yeah, was that the best choice? Probably not Disney Junior. But like, you could have been a little more creative. Again, Kid Arachnid is the best choice. But you could have done something a little different. I'm trying to think. Hold on. My mind's going in five different spots right now. Um, oh, the only time that I think that... I haven't even finished the team yet. <laughs> the only time that I think that, is it, that it's acceptable is Thor. Like, when you grab the actual hammer that says whoever hat is worthy and, and holds this hammer has the power of Thor. You become Thor. I'm cool with that. Because that basically states that there's only ever one. Um, yeah, but so like when then Jane my Foster was at- to that is like, who is Thor then when he's not holding the hammer? Donald Blake. But he's not, because we're wa- we're reading in this podcast a storyline where Thor has not had his hammer for quite some time. He's still Thor. Yeah, but that's our fault because he's really not. But I guess but he, is, he is. I think his first he, name was actually. He was the Thor, first, right? Yeah, he was born of Asgard. He was he was not born Dr. Donald Blake. That was just So what an was identity. the point of So Odin has his son. Names him Thor. 
gives him a hammer that states, you'll have the power of Thor. Was he basically doing that? Like, setting up the ability for somebody else to strip that power? Did he strip his son's essence and put it into a hammer so that his son is only truly a Norse god when he's wielding this hammer? (laughs) Odin sucks, dude. Odin does suck. Here's Odin for you. Blah, 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 blah. Big something happening. All right, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. That's all. The Odin sleep is a dangerous thing, man. He literally says some stuff and then he goes to sleep. Facts. Facts. Classic Odie. So, yeah, the cap thing bothers me. That's the only reason I've started like Sam Wilson less and less and less and less and less is because pick a different freaking name. You already had a name. Stick with Falcon. Be Falcon with shield. You can do different weapons. You can change your costume. Everybody does it. You gotta stick with your name. Even like the Marvel website is so confusing where like they list him as like Captain America, Sam Wilson, and like if that ever changes again, then they have to like go back and flip all of that. I just think that they're caught up into it and they're tied into it so far. Um, also, also the the whole Marvel thing. I I skipped over that. The leader of the team took over the title of Captain Marvel from the previous Captain Marvel. And then there's Miss Marvel, which is different and pays lineage. That one's cool. But Monica Rainbow was, was also a, Captain Marvel. I was going to say, the current Captain Marvel was originally Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Or, and now? Warbird and Binary. And she had different names. And those are cool. They're just... I don't like that. I don't like taking a name that somebody else has used. There's so many options out there. Be creative. Superheroes are not creative. Um... And then the other two people on the team to throw a bunch of power on there is um, Wanda and Vision. I totally respect both of those. Those are dope. Uh, Wanda is very redeemed in in the current state of comics. Viz is always awesome. Um, So yeah, it's a very powerful team with the six of those people. Um, I, I like I like it. It's very close to what Jason Aaron was doing as well too. But basically, like she walks into this room and says, "Hey, Cap," and then states that like she can't use captain america i forget what the reasoning was basically because like she didn't want the team to be she needed like a non-superhero on the team was her reason and sam wilson doesn't have any powers and i was like that's a stupid reason for somebody making the cut on a superhero team yeah why would you need that on your team um that it was it was to ground her team. I don't know. I think they needed a weak link on the team to make it seem like they could have just defeat everybody that came through. But the way that she spoke it into existence was poor writing. So that's what I'm reading. Uh, I don't love it so far, but it's still Avengers and it's still fun to read and it's current and it looks cool. So I will keep reading those as they come out on a monthly basis. But uh, that's about it for me. I I was reading like the most recent Daredevil. That one just fell off where. He was, like, fighting the uh, Punisher who took over the hand. Frank Castle's dead. Um, yeah. So that's, that's different. I'm but sure he'll be, he'll back. be back. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that, that's it for me. There was, there was another question before we went back to this question, and I don't think we're ever going to get back to it because I can't remember what it was. 
Yeah, I, uh, I don't remember what it was either, to be perfectly honest. But, you know, we managed to fill a full hour here. I, I, I'd say that's a pretty good accomplishment for you and I not having any idea of what to talk about. I was just chatting with my boy. Yeah, I love it. And we happened to hit record right beforehand. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've got nothing else, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be our most timely episode. Probably. And if we still manage to go an hour, it's, it's <laughs> I don't understand how we filled a full hour, but it was, it was the tarantulas. It was, they, the tarantulas, they won this the round talk, get some good poop talk. Um, but yeah, if, if you have thoughts or opinions on today's episode or have ideas for things that you'd like to hear us chat about in the future, comics over coffee podcast at gmail.com. I almost forgot the podcast part. Comics over coffee was taken, so don't email them. Those guys suck. Yeah. But stay tuned next week. We are reading the Spider-Verse event, which we did establish a reading order of Edge of Spider-Verse from 2014. By the way, these are all 2014 titles. Edge of Spider-Verse 1 through 5. We are reading Spider-Verse 1 and 2. And then we are reading Amazing Spider-Man 9 through 14. Um, to be perfectly honest, the reading order that I sent can be followed, Bo, but it really doesn't matter. Good to know. I would know. say, honestly, you could just read Edge of Spider-Verse and then the Spider-Verse and then the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I might maybe, do that. It's definitely easier to do that. Maybe read the first Amazing Spider-Man so that you at least know the story that's going on. Cause there's like one reference to it in the spider verse, but the spider verse is kind of more continuation of the edge of spider verse stuff, where it's just giving you kind of more spider people, more stories that aren't necessarily like the main plot. Oh yeah. I haven't even started yet, but I'll probably just end up doing that. Um, I've got one issue left. I am on issue 14. Hopefully you took good notes, because that's... Knowing you, you're going to do a lot of reading between now and then. Oh, yeah, I took zero notes. I'm going to have to go back and, and re-flip through it. I'm not going to reread it, but I'll just kind of swipe through it real fast to remind myself of what happened. Well, tune in next week to see how that goes. Um, I have I have faith in you, Joey. I'm sure it'll go well. Um, it might be another week brought to you by Wikipedia, but I'm cool with that, too. All right. Well, until next week, everybody. Happy marveling. That, what? No, that's what's dang it, Joey. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't usually do this. Brady, Brady's our host, okay? Later, guys. See ya. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Comics Over Coffee. Please be sure to join in again next Saturday morning for another exciting episode. If you have questions for the host or would like to be featured on an episode, please write in to comicsovercoffeepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to my fellow co-hosts, Bowen Brady, and a very special shout-out to our artist, Emily Rich. Happy, happy marveling. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just came to me.